0: getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi I'm getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi Well, I'm lumped up, but I'm okay. It's gonna get lumped up anyway. Better call back the posse. Just getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi Getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi
1: Welcome, everybody, to another Rocker Mike and Rob Presents podcast. I'm Rocker Mike. That's Rob right there, top left. And we have special guest, uh, musical artist D Wise. What's going on, people? How are you? Welcome. Welcome to the show, D Wise.
2: Hello, love. Our <laughs> Good to see
1: you. I'm, I'm actually calling you a musical artist and I'm putting it in quotes because you got your hands in everything, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, yeah, I, man. the information you sent me. I'm like, damn! What does this guy not do? True.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> for the people that may not be familiar with with this with this man, let me give a little background. He's a, he's grew up in Yonkers, New York, so he's a New York born and bred kind of guy. Um, started I'm talking
2: out, about from New York. Here.
1: Fucking a, fucking a. So, you know, you began as an actor. were you a child actor? Yeah, I was mm-hmm. a child actor, man. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I used to audition for stuff like
2: Hooked on Phonics worked for me. Like, I used to do that kind of shit. Like how old were you? 5 6 I was yeah. 80 that was 85 86.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My my wife's nephew was doing that when he was young. And he did some commercials and he did yeah. some, you know stuff remember- like that recently.
2: I remember all them lines, man. It's even even as an adult now. I remember all them fucking lines I had to. You drilled it in your head, right, dude? Man, when I see the commercials for like Gerber and all this, all this shit, you know, I'm like, damn, man, I was doing that shit back then. But yeah, but for like you know, I I did a commercial for. Uh, I was in touring plays, but that came later. But the commercials I did try out for was like Hooker Phonics. Um, it might have been from Honey Smacks. Mm-hmm. And a couple yeah, other things like General Mills cereals and some shit like that, you know? <laughs> wow shit.
1: That's crazy. Um, That's crazy. So then in, in junior high, you you formed Imani, your first, yeah, first, man. first well,
2: group. It was it was a group. Well, it started precursor to that was uh a couple of guys from my, my building, shout out to 108 Jefferson, um in Yonkers. Two of my got my my homeboys, DeWan and AJ, they was like, yo, we gonna make a group. I yo, I remember it was like ninety-one. I think Velbert DeVoe had just came You're out. you gonna be
1: like Boys Boy to Men or something? Or what nah, we- this
2: is before Boys to Men. Boys to Men came out in ninety yeah. This had to be like ninety. Okay. So my boys was like, yeah, it Boys to Men came out in ninety one. So my boy was like, yo, we need to do a group. Yo, you saw BBD. They not doing that whack, new edition shit no more. They thugs and shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> and he was like, yo, I'm a rap." And then the other guy gonna sing. And D, you know how to sing? And I'm like, yeah, I know how to sing. it was like, all right, you sing. So they be going around. And they was like, Derek, you sing. And I was like, all right. And I started singing some gospel song. And it was like, oh, you, you really can sing. Like, yeah. But I was like, maybe yeah. rap. So rap. And he was like, one, buckle my shoe. And I was like, oh, nah. <laughs> no. So that didn't work out. So then when I got to junior high, like around 92, 93, singing in the hallways, I met up with this kid named Oliver Reed, who is now Steph Reed, who was a musical artist. He checked him out. Uh, he got a new record, he has a new song out, and I think he has a new project dropping very soon. Uh, so shout out to him. It was me, uh, him, well, it was Oliver Reed, his brother Jeremy Reed, and another night, another guy named Rodney Chris. And he was the rapper, and all three of us were the singers. Okay. And um, we had right before we were supposed to audition for the Yonkers Teen Talent Show, uh, Oliver wanted to leave the group. He was like, nah, I'm gonna do this solo thing. He was like, all right. So he's <laughs> already going solo. Yeah, right. Rod- Rodney was already like, all right, I'm I'm out because y'all is on some singing, and I, you know, whatever. So we went and did the audition, just me and Jeremy. And I me, uh, Jeremy and I got in. And we were the finalists of the Yonkers Team Talent Show. I was 93. Okay. He got on play, did something stupid in school and got on punishment. Guess who had to get up on stage by himself? You. Right. <laughs> so at that point, I was like, man, y'all just leave to me. Like, <laughs> oh, man. It all <laughs> so fell <weird>. on you. <laughs> then I became a solo artist for about 2.5 seconds. And then that led me into the second uh,
1: group of Imani. Second version yeah. of the same. Yeah, yeah. But
2: this was totally different people. Yeah. Now, now the second version was Freddie Bartley, uh, Danny uh Lugo Rodriguez, half black—I mean, half Dominican, half Puerto Rican—so he was confused. And uh, <laughs> and God rest his soul, my man Tank. Man, we lost one of our members to a sickle cell. Oh. His name is Wayne Norman. So that was the that was the four of us. And man, we did everything with each other, man. We we were we were. uh We used to rehearse in the housing projects when y'all was in the staircases.
1: You were were in high
2: school, right? Saunders High. Shout out to Saunders High School, yo. Mm -hmm. While I smoke my ganja. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, so when I was in high school, that's when shit started revving up.
1: Um, That was me last night. That was me last night. Yo, got
2: them, yo, the
0: Flameball Rex. That was the first brand I ever bought. <laughs> those are those are the gummy ring, the, the gummy oh, yeah. rings, man. Yo, those are the best ones. Hundred milligram, man. They they will light you up on fire. Yeah, I've been
1: getting I've been getting chocolate lately. I've been oh, hanging out yeah, it.
0: I can't deal with
2: the chocolate. Make me shit. I'm good, bro. Really? I got Yeah, chocolate. I
1: can't yeah, I can't mess with you. Yeah,
0: oh, that it. Yeah, walker shit crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This That's thing great. is. One Nuts, right?
0: Breaking, one cue and you're out of your mind.
1: Yep, I've been I've been doing something just like that.
0: So, Mike, so Mike, indeed, you, you have you noticed that we get a lot of people for Yonka on this show, Mike?
1: Yeah, yeah, we. Uh,
0: uh, who, wait, who else you had on the show from
1: Yonkas? I'd uh, like to know. Oh, do you know Paul Agostino? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know him. Yeah, okay, we have him on, and we have this other guy named Chris Piero. <laughs> Young, a little bit younger than Paul. He's like in his late thirties. He's probably about your age, maybe maybe your. Yeah, I'm your,
2: 42. I graduated he's a, high two, he's a couple,
1: couple years younger than you. I think he's 38, 39. The Yo. reason why we have the reason why we have them on is our other show, The Son of Sam Chronicles. Oh, it's, we, yeah, it it's because, because yeah, it
2: happens. It's because of that.
1: These two guys, they do research in in that on the case, and we're teamed up with. Um, a guy named Carl DeNaro who was shot by the son of Sam and survived. And we teamed up with him on the podcast and we have these two guys on sometimes for, you know, research purposes and stuff. Talk to them. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, you know, I was up in Yonkers last year. I went to Untermyer Park, you know, I did the whole round. We and in Park in,
2: 90, yeah. in we, we opened up the summer showcase in 94. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool.
1: Cool. cool. Do now, they have
0: performances in that
1: park? Yeah, they do, Rob. They have they have concerts there in the they summer. They have
2: concerts there all the time. It's
1: yeah. beautiful.
2: You just sit out on the lawn. Even even before they did the renovation, it was still dope.
1: Yeah, when we when I was there in well, I guess it was twenty twenty one, it wasn't last year, it was the year before. I was there in the spring. And uh they were doing a lot of renovations and there, some of the monuments were being worked on. We couldn't get to see everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, we were doing research for the for the Son of Sam case, and we ended up going in there and taking pictures and stuff and things like that. So that's how that's how we have like this little Yonkers connections because yeah. of that other podcast. That's what's up, man. That's, yeah.
2: Shout out to YO. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, getting back to you here, DYS. What I what I found fascinating is you got this this second version of Imani going. You're 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 like in high school practically, right? Pretty much still. But you had the business sense to found your Hazel Eyes Productions. Now, you know, how old were you when you founded that? Because it was a pretty smart move for a kid, right? 17. Damn. Damn, it's a smart move for a kid.
2: I'm going to tell you who put me on, and a shout out to him. Um, (coughs) There's a kid named Dave Servideo. Mm -hmm. He has a construction facilities management company in Westchester. And he was the same age as I was. But he used to talk to his talk to his family about business. And he said, D, if you're gonna get into business for yourself and you wanna throw parties, you going to do all this shit, maybe you should need paperwork. And he drove me to White Plains so I can register my DBA. So doing business as Hazelized yeah. Productions. And then later I went and got my LLC. But yeah, man, it was it, it's just about listening to people, man, and 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 making sure that that you don't get jerked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: Sure, sure. What well, gives you control over what you're putting, putting out and uh, how you're promoting it? It just gives you more control, right?
2: Right. It, it, it gives you a sense of understanding of where you are and where you can go. Because I look at, at information as, okay, it's a tool. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. information that you gain from these people is a tool. If right. you're not applying it, you are doing yourself a disservice. You gotta fucking listen to people. That's one thing I tell people in the industry. If you're not listening to people that did the shit before you, maybe it's not the, exactly the same way that it was when they was doing it. But it don't matter you gotta you gotta you gotta listen to reason man.
1: You gotta take you got to take yeah, that advice yeah, yeah, yeah. you that know some sense. people some people and it's good this is across all all fields is 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 some you know some people are just too proud to do that. You know they want to do everything their own way, but they don't really know how. But they I think I was them.
0: that. I was that person.
1: I was that person. Well, you you <laughs> change though. Yeah,
0: you, you got to learn from your people. That yeah, know. you
1: learn from your mistakes. It's you know, this the, the music business is, is is shit. It's it's very yeah, hard. Shitty. Yeah,
0: anybody it, it, anybody that wants to get
2: into this business, I tell you, you gotta have some big boy pants or big girl pants or big trans pants, whatever the fuck kind of pants you got on.
1: Yeah, they gotta be big because you gotta carry around
0: a pair of big fucking cojones to deal with these people, man. Right? Hey, hey D White, can you raise your voice a little bit more? Or the, or the, uh, yeah, yeah, phone no the it went down a little bit. It went, it went down,
1: down a little. bit. Um, you know
0: what? Let me unplug the phone. Oh, that might be.
1: The Is that better? Perfect. Just that—that's good. Yeah, that's good.
2: So, yeah. Um, when it comes to making it in this business, you got to eat shit. Yeah. That's just it's, what it is. You're doing yeah, television. You, you got to
1: kiss, kiss the right ass, you know, sometimes. But, right. you know, to have your own company at 17, though, was very, I mean, it was very good foresight on your part, I would say.
2: Well, you I mean, know. yo, you got to understand something, too. My parents. They were
1: helping you. Would know, help my- you.
2: Yeah, man. My parents were the ones that was like, "Well, my mom more so than my dad." You know, you know, my pops had that old school mentality, like, "Oh, you ain't gonna make it." Like, stop all this bullshit. Get an education.
1: Get an education, then do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Get an education. Go
1: on. They They always say that. that So you
2: know, I had to listen, but that even drove me more to keep on doing the shit. I was like, "Fuck you."
1: Now, did did Imani did Imani release anything? We never released
2: anything. We never released a record together. Yeah. We were together for like six years and what we were doing, we were doing covers and we were doing shows.
1: Just live shows mostly. Yeah, we were writing
2: music, but we found that writing music and putting music out wasn't gonna make us some money. So we said we just gonna keep on grinding. Cause we was making point we was making we was making money singing other people's music. So Right. You know, we was doing the hood circuit or the chitlin circuit. <laughs> the, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. Back in the day, 96, 96 97, you know, uh, unsigned, you know, unsigned, unsigned artists showcases. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the culture was different, man. DVDs. Well, that wasn't DVDs. DVDs were like 2000, 2001.
1: Yeah, that's so what they came
2: like More like mixtapes, CDs. That kind of bubbling under the surface,
1: right? You know what I'm saying? Real brungy, uh, to
2: go to this spot in New Jersey and sing outside for a fucking producer or some shit.
0: Oh and yeah, you know what I mean? That that that's that's how shit was back then, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. What were you gonna say, Rob?
0: No, but I would say in that area was like more of a R. Kelly, um, Martell William, um, like. Jordan Montel King, Williams, that Montel stuff. Jordan, man. Montel Jordan, He's, I mean. He said Montel, Montel Williams. <laughs> Montel 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 Williams. But that was that whole Jordan scene that we, everywhere. where everybody was taken out with love by the Mary, like Mary J. Blige, all that stuff was right Yo, there. yo, Mary,
2: Mary's from, from Slow Bomb, well, they don't, okay, so we call it out here, we call it Slow Bomb. Okay. Like Slow Bomb. Okay. So it's it's Slow, Slow SCL, let me see. It was used to be called Slobum's Shlo- Housing Project.
1: Slobum's. That's where she's from, right? Mary J. Blige.
2: Yeah, SCHLOBOHM hmm. Housing Project, which okay. was Frodo Street. Right. So, Freddie, my boy Freddie, used to live in building five. I think Mary used to live in building four, if I believe. I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that. But growing up in Yonkers, we always knew. Now Mary, not to not to focus on Mary, but Mary got on because she recorded a demo tape at the Galleria, which is going to be closing in March for oh. White Plains. Wow. So there used to be a small little karaoke spot where you could walk in and you could record yourself singing other people's songs. So she went in, in the booth. I remember because I sang in that booth years later, but still still there. Um, she sang Anita Baker and I think a couple other records. So that tape made it over to, I think, Jeff Red in Mount Vernon. Don't, don't quote me on that either. But I know the tape ended up in the hands of somebody at Uptown through Jeff Red. And through my people, through Mount Vernon, right? Uh, and 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 the locks and Jade Kiss T- and all them came after that through that connection as well. Um, but she got signed because that tape ended up in the hands of them. And then by the time I was like, you know, ten or eleven years old, she was already fucking big, big time status.
0: Yeah, she got big quick, man. Like she quick, was anguish, quick. Yeah. But that was because
2: of um my man over at Uptown Records who passed on. Um, Jesus Christ, oh man! Uh, and shout out to his brother. I, I talked to him not too long ago. Um, let me and get his cool. name. I got my. I got my. Um.
0: I always heard that story about Mary J. That she recorded an album in some karaoke place, and, some she, and she recorded a demo in in the Galleria Mall in White like, Lake.
1: Yeah, for probably ten dollars or something. Ten dollars. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that tape and that tape got to got to uh I think it's a stepfather. And and it, I don't know if this is correct. See, I you know what I'm saying? Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah,
0: that's
2: it. allegedly. Allegedly. Let's put that out there. Put a caveat on that bitch. Allegedly it was Bruce. Uh can't think of his name, his last name right now. But Bruce was the stepfather, was married to Mary's moms. Right. We took the tape and passed it to Jeff Red. Jeff Red allegedly didn't pass the tape over the car And that's and that's when shit it took off. blew the fuck up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the person I was looking for is named Andre Harrell. Mm. And George is his brother, George Harrell. But Andre Herrera had been in the business
0: for, for many years, you know, before Mary uh got on. He just he just passed in twenty twenty. Uh. Yeah, that's that's the way the music business was back then. Like you just you, you made a tape and then you circuit around and people heard it. And now what, you know. What yeah, that, that was the way. Around? But
2: that was Rob one way.
1: Who
0: was making money out the trumpet they called? That's that,
2: yeah. that's yeah.
1: where the yeah.
0: money was
2: at,
1: though. Yeah, oh, people yeah. people were, did you did you record any CDs of Imani or you never even did that? We you never to, even sell The sell shows. Listen,
2: there is footage of us. From like nineteen, there there is a lost tape somewhere of me at I had just turned sixteen. This is like the <laughs> summer of nineteen ninety six. There's a there is some Super Eight fucking tape, or you know, what I'm saying some VHS homemade movie yeah. of us, all four of us sitting down in a, in a uh, in one of those beach chairs, one of those big beach chairs. Yeah. We sat down and said, hey, my name is blah blah blah. I go to a book. And that and then that tape is out there floating in the ether somewhere. But yeah, there's this footage of us singing. We did a concert. We're gonna be doing a 25th, 25 year anniversary concert this year of the first concert I ever produced. And that was 1998.
1: And I was was, is the, the show going to be up in Yonkers, or where are you doing it?
2: Yeah, we're going to try to do it in Yonkers because we did it in Yonkers. We did that at the
1: BFW post on McLean Avenue. Okay. <coughs> okay. Shout out yeah. to them. You know, just just as a uh, just a little promoting myself for a second here, I'm actually going to be booking gigs down in Floral Park. Okay, which is on the Queens Nassau border. All yeah, right? I
2: know where it is. I, just okay. go, I, I sing with uh with wedding bands all the time over there.
1: All right, I'm going to be uh, – I, I have a night nice of Columbus that I'm going to be booking for, okay? They have a nice hall. They, when it's nice outside, they bring the show into the backyard, okay? It's, it's a lot of fun. So I'll keep you in mind, you know? When Thank I, you. I appreciate it. Probably that. like in April we would start doing that. So I'll be in touch with you about that. Thank you. Thank you. Man. No Rob, problem.
0: yo, tell him how we met.
1: <laughs> how did so you, you guys to- meet?
0: I used to work in this uh, bar called Boss Tweed, and um, yeah, I remember was, you there. Uh, he knew a guy named he knew a guy named Blue. He also knew a guy, Dennis Knight. Dennis Knight. Dennis Knight been on the show. Yeah,
1: Dennis, Dennis is a great guy. Dennis is the man. Shout out to Dennis. Man. Dennis is a great guy. Um, Yo, you ever and, read his and,
0: comic uh, book Cross?
1: Yeah, his comic yeah. book's great, man.
0: His comic book, ugly. He gave us like a, uh, a nice autographed copy of his first book, right. Yeah, so, yeah, I have I have uh issue one and two. Yeah. Wow. So um but so DY was in the bar like a few times, but but you also DJ, you were doing like a karaoke night, right? You did a karaoke no, night. No, I let me good. let me tell you what happened.
2: There was one night I had did a wedding. Still had a tuxedo on, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm driving to go to another spot to go DJ. And at the last minute, they canceled me. So I was like, so Blue, Blue Rivera was like, yo, I'm I gotta I gotta close up boss tweeds. I said, I'm gonna meet you guys. So I hop in the car. And I think I was up in like Thornwood or some shit. I'm pissed. I drive all the way down to the Lower East Side. Uh, excuse me, I had. Sorry about that. I had my equipment in the trunk. and I walk in, and Guzo is behind the bar. Shout out to Guzo. Yeah, Guzo. Guzo. And I'm, I'm red, and I go up to him, and I go, yo. Yo, Blue say he going to be here. I'm going to set up, and I'm a DJ. This motherfucker looked at me and was like, excuse me? I was <laughs> like, no, I'm a friend of Blue. I'm mad. Niggas canceled me. I lost money. I'm a DJ tonight, man. You ain't even got to pay me. I'm a DJ tonight. And he was like, okay. I. All right. <laughs> he said, what the fuck? I get behind the board. I set up in the front. I put my speaker up. And boom, boom, boom. Next thing I know, the fucking place is packed. And I, and I started working there and I didn't leave until they, they closed up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was packed, man. That was it. That was it. Yo, something. it used it to be, be crazy. That was a good bar. Hell yeah. It
2: was a little dive bar. Yeah. You yeah. Can meet, you can meet anybody. You can meet an actor that just came out of just doing a fucking premiere with a fucking tuxedo on. Or you can meet a, a bitch that was sucking dick for cocaine back in the 80s. Like it don't
1: it don't matter. Everybody it was mixed up, yo, everybody was in there.
2: Yo, I yeah. played spades with a multi-millionaire in boss tweets, bro. Uh, <laughs> just sat there and fucking played spades. You I, I don't know how to play
0: spades. Can you teach me? And I was like, Yeah, motherfucker, pull up a chair, nigga. Like, <laughs> it was, you know what? It was it was that kind of place, man. Like, you know. Like that place, there was the who's who's. There was so many people coming through there, and it was the thing with the bar. It never really had an identity. It was just a bar, but it was like close. It was like the closest thing to the train, and it's also yep. the first bar you see where you come off the train. So people right. come. Right, and in also, also train, when you're train.
1: going, when you were going home, if you were driving before you go over the bridge, you stop in there for a couple. That's why I, I, right. I used to Right, that's what I. used
2: It was it was centrally located. You had twenty. Yeah. 20- you had that wild ass
0: twenty four
2: hour uh McDonald's where everybody used to get into oh a my God. fight, fucking
1: shot. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> that place should be called Fight Club,
2: not McDonald's. Yeah. yeah, I know. It was wild, man. It was a wild time, man. It was the, the, the it
1: Burger was. King around the corner was bad too. They finally, yo, dude, I didn't go
2: into the Burger King. I took my <laughs> chances with fucking Ronald.
0: <laughs> Dude, that burger, Mike. You know what? That Burger King is still open. It's not closed. it's just got so much graffiti. You gotta go to the side now.
1: I thought they closed it. Looked like it was closed. Nah, yeah, true. you
0: think
2: it's they closed. got it? So, oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, Rocker Mike, you think it's fucking closed, bro? They in there.
0: You know, they, they? in there sprinkling. They in there sprinkling fucking crack on top of the burgers now. I don't oh. know what to do, but I think it's still open. I was, like, walking, in, and I saw somebody walk to the side. And I say, well, shit, Burger King is still open. Yeah. That, that, oh, man. It looks, it looks like it's just doing totally. You know?
1: <laughs> Delance, Delancey Street's a fucking disaster right now. Delancey, Delancey Street is, like, the only thing missing. The only thing missing right now on Delancey Street are squeegee guys. That's it. When they come back, then it's, then it's complete. Then the destruction is complete. They'll be coming back soon, I'm sure.
0: You know what's the one thing I hate about this new healthy America? There's no more coochie frito stand. No, no oh, coochie frito.
1: Oh. Yeah, they closed it. They closed no, it over there. No
2: coochie frito and no fucking papaya hot dogs. No yep. good shit no more,
0: man. Because you no, used to know to- the day that I could have five dollars and go home full. Yeah. Now, they now talk. it's like now it's like fifteen dollars, man. Because not, nothing with this whole new thing, nothing like nothing's cheap anymore. When you go to the supermarket, man, forget yeah. about
1: it. All this inflation and shit it's fucked up.
0: Yo, the eggs
2: is crazy. Bread, yep. I'm like,
1: yo, y'all, y'all, man. I'm glad I got a Costco card. <laughs> Costco raised their prices. They, they, everybody. Yeah,
2: but it's still cheaper than going to the fucking grocery store.
1: Unless you're buying in bulk, but yeah, you're right.
2: Well, shit, I, then I'll have like 40, 40 gallons of
1: fucking Clorox. I don't care. <laughs> You'll never fine. have to buy Clorox again. I don't care, bro.
2: Yeah.
1: It so what it is. So let's, uh, let's go back to uh, Imani here now. At, at some point, Imani breaks up. You go out solo.
2: I, I wouldn't call. I, 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 oh, I, I, you went separate ways, right? Yeah, it was a mutual parting of ways. It wasn't, you know, we had we we had been together for like six years. Nobody was signing groups anymore. Like, you know, it was it was a different era. You know, uh, NSYNC, the Backstreet Boys, Ninety Eight Degrees. They was all singing R and B band, but they called it pop. But I'm 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 gonna put it to you like this: um, the song from uh Black uh, uh Backstreet Boys. Yeah, um, uh, all I Have to Give. My yeah. love is all I have to give. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know
2: who wrote that song? Who?
0: Full Force. The guys from the House Party, bro. Wow. I oh, the know. um with Lisa, you see what I'm Lisa? I'm yeah, Lisa, Lisa, and 4 Four. right? Lisa, 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 and four Lisa four and Nicole
1: Chan, all right. Yeah. Those big,
2: the show those big ones, we gonna kick your fucking ass. Those guys. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> they wrote all I have to give for the Backstreet Boys. Go look it up. Like, <laughs> I, yo, dude. At the end of the day, the industry shifted.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: When it shifted, you know, people get lost in the sauce. We were a four-part harmony singing that was doing duo and singing R&B. By two thousand and one, nobody was checking for that no more, man. Yeah, boys to men wasn't selling no records no more.
1: Yeah, So the industry so, changed.
2: The industry shifted, man. Yeah, so that's when I started songwriting.
1: Well, that's and what was in ex- uh, uh, right? I was doing. My ex was what did you say, right?
0: I'm saying you probably made more money songwriting because that's where the money is.
2: It is, but you know, being a songwriter is like really li- living a roller coaster ride. Because you don't know where the industry is going. Like, you're writing songs that you want to write. What I tell songwriters is you have to be uh, malleable in the industry, you got to be able to switch up very quickly. Because a songwriter can write a song for any genre. It
0: yeah. doesn't
2: matter. doesn't matter. Only thing you got to change are the instruments and right. the But that's what makes a great songwriter. I'm not saying I'm the greatest songwriter in the world, but I know how to write a song for every genre. Because when you look at it from a, from a standpoint, what is the difference between uh, something like Amazed by Lone Star? you know that that old you know that yeah. shit came out in the 90s maybe I'm a you. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah the only the only thing that you would have to change is the is the guitar well that's what makes it a fucking country record right you change did you change the time signature you can make it into a pop record it yeah. does not matter
1: that's the sign of a good song that you could right. do right
2: yeah it doesn't matter you could take the song and put it in any genre and it's going to hit
1: yeah, well, as you know, in pop music, as long as there's some kind of hook, and you know, and all that, all that could be, all that could be pop, whether it's the country or R and B or whatever. But you know, it, it, it's if it's a good song, anybody could do it, right? You know what song
2: literally explains this whole
1: thing? What's
2: that? Blues traveler hook.
0: Oh yeah, hook. That could right. be anything. Yeah. Right. That could be rock and roll. That could be country. No, the words he's
2: talking about in the song, if you look up the lyrics of the song, he's talking about, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I say. Mm -hmm. As long as I say it with conviction. He's talking about writing the song for anybody. It doesn't matter (laughs) because the hook always brings you back.
1: If somebody's sincere in what they're singing about, you always pick up on that. You know that that makes it a good song. You know, look,
0: um, look at the I, case I, I of bet Elvis. Bet, look at the case of Elvis. Elvis was singing black song, but they turned into popular music. You know, yeah. he was pretty much well, singing R and B and blues.
2: Right. He listened to old blues music, old gospel music.
0: Yeah. he right. said,
2: "All right, these chord signatures here." this G and this, you know what I'm saying? He was like, oh, all right, cool. I know white people don't know these chords. So we're going to put this shit in, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And it (laughs) works.
2: It ain't rocket science.
1: No, no.
2: And then you put a good looking white man with the black music and then he can dance?
1: On
0: Come
1: top on. of it. <laughs> yeah. It's just and dollar size.
2: You surprised, You're surprised that he's one of the biggest selling artists of all time?
1: He is no. still, Elvis is still the biggest selling solo artist of all time.
0: That's amazing. Right. Not,
1: that's not been broken yet. That's not? Why? Been not? Why?
2: And, and, and he even got more push because of the movie. Oh, the, the movie.
1: The movie I mean, before. I got my my granddaughters listening to Elvis. You know now because of the movie. Because of the movie, she wanted right. to watch it. You know, and everything, and and it was a very good movie. I
2: like the movie. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something about legacy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Legacy ain't no fucking money, no nothing. It's your name. Yeah. It's your name, and if your name ring bells, your name is gonna ring bells forever.
1: Look at the, pres, the Presley name. The Presley name alone. I mean, right. Lisa Marie, Lisa Marie right. just passed away, sadly. Okay, and I'll be honest with you, my, you know, and she's she was my age. Okay, and so that kind of hit home a little bit. I was like, I felt bad, you know. But anytime you looked at Lisa Marie, you saw her father because she had her father's face. Yo, dude, on, dude, on a female body, freaky, bro. That yeah. was freaky. So, for I think for people, her passing away is like Elvis dying all over again.
0: Yeah,
1: it's somebody it's the it's, it's almost you know people are taking it like that you know, dude.
2: Look at it from a standpoint of them now releasing it on HBO Max. These mo- these motherfuckers, yeah. these, these these vultures is already like, dude. When I go on my Chromecast, Elvis, Elvis mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, nigga, you ain't even let the fucking bitch get in the ground yet. No. Excuse me. the young lady, yes, <laughs> like yo, come on, man, you ain't even let the woman get buried. And you already profiting off of her fucking death, like yo, come on, man.
1: Well, th- on on their behalf, i say it's do. been it's been on it's been on HBO Max since before she died. I understand that, yeah. but what
0: I'm saying is, I know
1: exactly. It's on saying. the front page, right? right? Yep. no, they're putting it right in the front page. I got you. Oh, come yeah, on, man. Again,
0: it's the first thing you see. No. Right. Yeah. The, the first thing you see when I turn the fucking TV on.
1: Elvis on yeah. demand. Now, yeah. I'm
0: like, damn, yeah. I wonder how
1: many people watched it just because she died.
0: Probably a lot,
1: probably a, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so it works. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: didn't mean to
0: laugh, but yo,
1: where yo, where
2: are
0: we right now,
1: bro? Yeah, that's it, true.
0: Do you want to hear something crazy? Jeff Beck last week, where he that was the number one search artist in like uh Spotify, Apple, everybody was listening to. Jeff there's
1: nothing Beck like there's week. nothing like dying to boost your career. That, that's that's Yo, going forever. I
0: got something to piggyback that, Mike.
2: Yeah. Somebody said to me a couple months ago, he said, Being an artist, being a singer, songwriter, an artist, he said, It's the hardest way to make an easy living. And he said, When you die, you probably get popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: The best ones do, you know?
0: Yo, listen, I've seen it. Yeah. It's,
1: hey, it's Michael crazy. Jackson is still
2: making money. Yeah, like, well, Michael Jackson has. was smart. He's a smart. He was a smart businessman. Yeah, plain and
0: simple, right? He made more. He was. He made more money. Him and Elvis are the two artists that made more money dead and alive than the other uh-huh. guys like Tupac. Because Tupac's people. Just well, two yeah. I mean, you know what Tupac had.
2: I wish I had the work ethic in the studio over Tupac. Yeah, Tupac was relentless he was alive man he was alive and relentless mm-hmm. shout out to Frankie Jack <laughs> anyway um dude uh, the amount of music that man put out through his lifetime I don't think anybody could ever do what he did I mean you got some people but Quality,
0: yeah. Hmm, I don't know, but he was strange. He he put he put songs together that you could put the thing out and it's making sense of what's happening now, which was even more scary.
2: Tupac had a way to be universally relevant. Not many artists can sit here and say that they're universally. Relevant. I might be relevant to r and I might be relevant to pop music, but to be universally relevant, that's some next level shit. There's not many people that. No.
1: Well, you know, Tupac was, uh, you know, not just it wasn't just the rap and the other stuff. It was, it was, it was like his his fashion sense and his style, and you know, the guy would be at premieres and things like you know he was like all over the place
0: he was an actor right. he was like the ultimate right. entertainer Yo, and he was a great
1: actor yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah he was an actor as well I mean he had his hand, he, like you he had his hands in so many different things let me ask you what 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 would you say or maybe like your th- three main influences
2: mm. musically? Uh, <laughs>
1: musically
2: musically I'd say Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. the
0: great Marvin Gaye,
2: man.
0: Yeah. Uh Donnie Hathaway,
2: because mm-hmm. I have a lower register voice. Yeah. So anybody that could sing, that I could hear, and I'm like, oh shit, like wow, this mm-hmm. this dude is crazy. Um, Ray Charles. Oh, Ray. Wow. Charles. I love Ray because Ray he knows. Ray knew how to fill in. Yeah. The parts that nobody else could fill in. Like. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like his time yeah. signature was just just a little bit different. Yeah, man. Like he'd be awesome. you know, he would just be <laughs> like, you say something and be like, uh and I'm like, what the fuck? And, and, and you know. Exactly. He'd be like, oh, don't you know? Uh, like, you know, just some shit, and you'd be like, what the fuck? And you, yo, I find myself going back and listening to old shit, and just just running shit back, because I'm like, I would never think to say there. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, in my mind, I'd be like, oh, the melody should go do 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 and you listen to somebody else, and you'd be like, "When the when, what the fuck? Where, where, whoa, hey, what, hey. You heard that? <laughs> like you would never think that's what makes, you know, yeah. a great great artist,
1: man. You know, so Ray so Marvin Gaye, yeah. Donny Hathaway and Ray Charles yeah. are the three biggest influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I love I love all three of them. Yeah. Um, if you want to get in
1: into modern
0: people,
2: Dave Hollister, mm-hmm. love him. Uh I opened up for him. Uh, oh shit! It's gonna be ten years this like mm, next month. This month
1: is that next when month? you uh is that when you had that single out uh, on my way with the video? Yeah. And, like, I had hey. dropped,
2: I had dropped that single in twenty twelve. Yeah, I think I dropped. Yeah, I think I dropped it. I, to, like
1: I was I was watching that this morning. You could see it on YouTube and. uh I was watching and I'm listening to it and I I got my son in the car. We we were early for an appointment. So we were just listening to it and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to be interviewing this guy later. Check out this song, you know? So he's like, he's listening to the part where you, where you're like pretending to be on the phone. Right. And you're like, you're like, I just broke up with my girl, man. You know, it's like, it's like, it's fucking funny, man.
2: (laughs) Yo, dude. (laughs) <laughs> like, I, missed I wrote man. that record, right? <laughs> I wrote that record for a pop singer. See, the, the crazy part is, all these songs that I put out on my album aren't mm-hmm. my song.
1: Like, I have wrote all this shit for other people.
2: But, you were recording, like,
1: but they were your songs, right? You were recording them yourself.
2: Yeah, but Mike, it's not. They weren't my records. Like, I was writing them to submit to other people. Other people, yeah. Right. So I'm writing in the sense of mm-hmm. yo let me um all right who uh, okay I wrote, I wrote a song for Michael Jackson Really Yeah it's it's called when the dance is done It's on the album um so when I went in the booth I thought Michael Jackson So it's like
1: Sex on the beach her neighbors,
2: <laughs> Margarita, walked in the place, she called my like you hear the record and you be like, what The fuck? I wrote that record for Michael Jackson. Yeah. I submitted to, I submitted it to Michael Jackson. That's great. So, but when you get in the booth and you're writing for somebody else, you start to listen to their tone, you listen to their inflection, yeah. you yeah. listen to how they sing. So when you go in the booth, you're gonna sing it. You know, you're not gonna sing it like them, but mm-hmm. you want to cater to their strengths as opposed to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trying to I mean, maybe
1: things like things. uh, you, you know their style. So maybe the turn of a phrase, you could do it so you know they can do it right. Right. Like, they're gonna do it right. Gosh. Gotcha. So when I
2: wrote when I wrote on my way, I wrote it like almost like a like a scene. Mm-hmm. Like it started out almost like a conversation between two people. That's how oh. I started writing it. I was like, could I make a song like a soap opera?
1: It is. Right. It is
2: yeah. So I said, and, and, yo, yo there's going to be a lot of shout outs on this show.
0: <laughs>
2: there's going to be a lot of shout outs on this show because I, I I met a lot of people across the. Doing this shit for over 30 years, man. I met a lot of people, man. Uh-oh, uh-oh, y'all, dude. See, now I'm going to have to. You know what? I got Sam Buka in the kitchen. I might have to take a shot at that. That might be good. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry, man. Let me get back to the on my way. He got so, his escalon. I wrote the song as a sofa. So my man from, I used to work at a store called Filings Basement. Mm-hmm. And I used to work downtown at 14th Street, Union Square.
1: I I've I've probably seen, seen you there.
2: So I met a dude there who is a producer by the name of Paul Vega. Shout out to my nigga Paul Vega. You know what I'm talking He's from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Paul Vega used to run with Terror Squad. But I'm talking about before Terror Squad was Terror Squad. So um he was running with a couple people. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. It was yeah, he was he was involved with terror squad, but he was messing with there was an artist that was signed to Rockefeller Records. True Life. Mm-hmm. Shout out to True Life. True Life got locked up after he got signed to Rockefeller. Oh.
0: Yeah. Him
2: and Vega was like this. I'm gonna tell you another thing. You ever watch Entourage?
0: Yeah.
2: Turtle is him. Paul Vega's oh. turtle. <laughs> now, allegedly, 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 allegedly. I hope that you can put the allegedly. So, yeah. let me tell you. Now, I don't mean to be telling this man's business, but Paul Vega used to chill with with um Mark Walberg and fucking and, and Donnie. Mm-hmm. Turtle's character is based on 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 him. Yeah, or Paul Vega. If you see the pictures, it's Mark Wahlberg, Donnie Wahlberg, Paul Vega, and somebody else. And that's the there was the four,
1: it's entourage,
2: it's entourage, but they Mm. all used to hang together, they Mm. all used to chill together, right? So, Paul told me on the floor, on the third floor of it was at the customer service desk, (laughs) and I was like, Y'all, I'm trying to write this record. And I can't seem to pull it off. He said, yo, man, he was like, yo, just do it like this, B. He was like, yo, make it like a fucking, he was like, you got three minutes, so make it three acts, so give me the intro, give me the, give me the climax in the middle, and it was like, at the end, give me the resolution. He was like, you be good. Yeah. Wow. And that's how the record, and that's how the record came out.
0: Wow. And my man
2: who passed away, shout out to my man Jordan, got rested he died of COVID. He produced that record on my way. And Paul Vega was like, "Nah, man." I was like, "Yo, I need some help." He was like, "You don't need no help, man.
1: Good." I mean, it's a great song that anybody anybody could relate to because we've all been there as guys. You know what I mean?
2: I made a guy. I wanted to make a, a record for dudes that be like, it's a love song. Yeah, but it's not a love song. No, if you yeah. listen to the hook, it's like, I'm on my way to see you. I'm on my way to please you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm yeah. on my way to give you some of my love. But then when I get there, I got a hard dick. and
1: You ain't doing nothing about <laughs> <I ain't> <laughs> it.
0: Blue balls. Blue balls. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. So you Go. know
2: that's how the shit went down,
1: man. So D wise, what do you got in store for 2023?
2: Oh man um I I'm just talked I just talked to a lawyer today before I got on <laughs> oh. I hope that's and not I got a question. two different I got two different scenarios I could take right now yeah so there's a certain thing that I've been wanting to do for a little while but that certain thing is going to prevent me from doing the plans that I had Mm. I have to push them off for a, a significant amount of time uh, at least for about another two years. Okay. um Now I don't know whether I'm going to take that route. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to do it or not. Um, now my plan <laughs> my plan was to release three different uh, three different projects this year. And they will all be in the vein of. Uh, I have a covers EP that I'm putting out, but there's something to it that is a little funky. But when it come out, I'll I'll let that out the bag. Um, so that is going to be a vinyl only uh mm-hmm. situation. It's going to be cover songs in in my essence, the way I would do them. Um, I have a Frank Sinatra EP that I'm working on interesting right now um, oh, frank sinatra love frank love right. frank, man. me too me too a lot of people you know frank got a bad rap you know especially from uh a lot of a lot of rumors were said about frank sinatra
1: when it comes to
2: him dealing with black people
1: and a lot I, of- I i think most of those are not true I've-
2: they're not yeah um and I and I wanted to say that um, Frank Sinatra was a ally and 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 somebody that supported the civil rights movement of the 60s. Yes. Actually, made anti defamation and anti racist uh, stuff. He had a whole room full of white kids, and he was like, "Yeah, you can't do that to people. You should talk. You know what I'm saying?" He was making anti racism.
1: Right, campaigns.
2: and that was in the '50s. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I feel like that. You know what I'm saying? As a black man, I want to, you know, uh, honor uh, Frank Sinatra because he's one of the best troubadours that was ever that graced the microphone.
1: I know. I know. Go ahead. I, I I did read one time that um, you know, when he would be on tour, uh. If there was any kind of, you know, he would be, he might be on tour with Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. Oh,
2: no, I'm going to tell they you t- I, I they t- exactly what you're talking about.
1: You know, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't allow any kind of racism against him at all. He would refuse to play. When,
2: when he, when he was working with Count Basie,
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, Quincy Jones.
1: Mm-hmm. They wouldn't For let young him Quincy. stay in the
2: hotel. Mm-hmm. And he told them. If they can't stay in the hotel...
1: We're not staying.
2: I'm not performing. Yeah. Not even yeah. staying. I'm, <laughs> right, not right. I'm
1: not He did that several times. So at the end of the day is me as a black singer who loved
2: Frank Sinatra. It is my, my honor to sing his work. Um, <laughs> I will not sing my way, and I'll tell you why. Um, Frank Sinatra died on the night of my prom. Ninety eight. May. May. I remember. May 7th.
1: I do remember that.
2: 1998 was the night of my senior prom in high school. I danced with my prom date. Shout out to Rachel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We still in contact, by the way. That's great. Um, We danced to Frank Sinatra that night. Mm -hmm. And from the limo ride from Uh, I think we we had it at the Riverview. I don't remember. From that place to the dock, because we went on one of those booze cruises, Mm -hmm. that's when the 18-year-old begin lick it up after the prom. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry, kids. You can't do that now. You have camera phones. We didn't. (laughs) Yep. Anyway, when we got to, yeah, because the prom was over the eleven. So we took a ride, and that took about a half an hour. If you're coming from Westchester to the Lower East Side to the dock, yeah. I mean, uh, Lower—I mean the West Side. I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah, the, the yeah. dock. So to get to the pier, that's about a half an hour. Yeah. And so you know, as you know, there was no internet, so the nightly news had came on,
0: right?
2: And they had announced that Frank Sinatra died. Right. So when we got out of the limo, we were on the dock. My ex-girlfriend was there. She was getting on another boat. And her crew told our crew that Frank Sinatra died. Yeah. And I sang my way on that dock. And I have never
1: sang that song again. Wow. wow. Can you give us one song that you are going to do from Sinatra? Can you, can you reveal it?
0: Yeah, I got you. Hold on. Well, he's you sure you're not going to get flagged? No oh, no, don't play, don't play the song. I mean, don't play song, it. No, no, just no, no, no. Tells, I wasn't gonna yeah. do that. I'm just saying you're not gonna no. flat
1: because I thought they No, was we not do that flat, no. You could you could tell us, it's not a big deal.
2: Oh, I was gonna give you a little taste.
1: No, don't do that. Because they might YouTube YouTube that might mute it out. Yeah. No, I'm
2: just fucking around. I know you can't do that. You, YouTube sucks people. that
1: way. Nah,
2: I'm doing um I'm doing the way you look tonight. I'm doing oh. um Drunk
1: Again, that was one of my favorite songs. Yeah, yeah, that's a a rare one. You don't hear that one too much.
2: I love that fucking record.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. Yo,
2: dude, if he never, he should have won a Grammy for that record because I actually believe that he, he was so pitch perfect, but he sounded like he was drunk as a fucking skunk.
1: (laughs) What, you want want to know? He probably was. The one album. I,
2: I don't think he was to really sing that song that way. I don't think he could be.
1: Have you ever listened to um, the album in the wee small hours of the morning? Yes, the whole album from beginning to end. That's an yeah. album that you want to kill yourself after you listen to it. I know. Okay. <laughs> All right. it's it, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's just like you, you if you knew, Yo, if, you knew if you knew what he was, he he was at that point. Ava Gardner had broken his heart. Okay, no, bro, bro, Mike, you gotta understand
2: and, something about us singers, man. Mm-hmm. We gotta get this shit out some way. Cause and if we did. don't, we're gonna end up fucking pulling a bullet in our head or yeah. fucking chopping somebody up. <laughs> I mean, he 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 almost killed himself over her. Yeah. He was yo dude, man. I, yo, dude, let me tell you something. I you know, I never I, knew I, that. I, I have attempted suicide over a woman before. Wow. There's no, there's nothing else to say to that, man. Yeah. I, I'm an artist, man. I'm I, I'm an emotional person.
1: Yeah, like if you
2: fuck me over, I'm gonna be devastated, bro. Devastated. Yeah, you know, and you know you gotta get that shit out, man. That's toxicity in your body. You can't yeah. leave those 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 thoughts in your brain, man. You know that shit in there, you are gonna end up fucking stabbing
1: somebody. Right, right. It's it's all self cathartic, you know. But but yo, dude,
2: you gotta do yo. You gotta yeah. do that shit. Bro.
1: Yeah, and but that album you know i'll throw it on every once in a while it you 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 get into his head in that album and it was not a good place okay dude. and every one of those songs is just a, a tragedy you know and he and he sings it with such emotion i don't know i i think it's one of his greatest albums it's not one I, that you to listen to it. all the time but wow i never i
0: never i never knew that that's what yeah. it was about yo dude yeah. i mean he
2: was singing
0: for his life
2: on that album bro. he was he was. he was singing, yo, he was singing, not in the sense of, he was singing from a place of, this album is going to save my life. And
1: it really is a concept album. Right. It's, it's the idea of a con. I mean, they didn't call it that then, but, but it, it really, like, all the songs tie in together. Right. With the the with only the- person
2: I've seen do, well, I've seen a couple of people do that since then, but J. Cole did an album. Where he was rapping as someone
0: else.
1: Uh-huh.
0: The whole album is him. Let me see if I'm pulling up. You know who does that and always get always make a hit? Anytime the, the the skinny girl, uh Taylor Swift, every time she gets dumb, she writes whole, whole, <laughs> whole album. Yo, dude, she's just a fucking dope ass songwriter, man. But she writes a whole album about getting dubbed he was like, like, yeah. was like But well, like, yo, what else are
2: you supposed to do, man?
0: You make money from making music. I gotta, I gotta talk about what happens in my life. I find that amazing. And it's like, holy crap.
1: Yeah, she then, makes a million every time she gets dumped.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you think she cares about them dudes?
1: No.
2: And I'm not saying that in a bad way either. I'm talking about she knows, yo, know, at the end of the day, I don't even. You know what? No, I'm gonna keep my mouth
0: shut. Maybe she needs no, that dude, emotional thing.
2: Cat, Rob, yeah.
0: go ahead, man. Sorry. Man. I said maybe she need that emotional support breaks up and then she gets the juices started. you know, the bar why the blocks and say, Oh, I know what to write about now now. Rob, all all I'm saying is I'm an industry cat. I know
2: what managers and, and, and agents and they'll hook you up with somebody and y'all not even fucking. So you know, yeah. Yo, Rob, or some real shit. I've seen yo. I'm not gonna say who, cause I don't want to get sued. But I've been in places where I've seen couples, actual couples that y'all know, and y'all think they was fucking for years. Nah, they lived in separate houses. They didn't really. They only got together when they had to go on red carpets and shit. Wow. Otherwise, they would live in separate. No, because they're... I got to get some water. No, nah, because um, one manager or agent and another one was like, nah, we can boost their careers if they're together.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. There's been wow, times sense. that I know of industry people that have broken up, and they, but the, the image is still going on. Oh, yeah, they're happily
0: together. Meanwhile, he's in New York. And she's in Budapest. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> can't be more
0: Budapest. Hey, baby, that is a happy couple separation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this should be crazy, bro. Yeah, I'll
0: yeah. be looking at these cats like yo, you, you can't be serious right now. <laughs> hey, hey, let me let me give you guys a question. What kind of album you think uh, Roger Marriage would right after Mary Monroe dumped his ass?
1: No, not Roger Maris, Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio,
0: DiMaggio. I mean. Joe yeah. DiMaggio.
1: He, he Listen, was man. devastated with her. He never got over her from what no. I heard.
0: He, no. he freaking was fucked up, dude.
1: He was fucked up for a long time with Hood. That, that was a, a marriage that shouldn't have happened. She was just too wild for him. You know what I mean? Well, he was like a what? low-key dude. He liked to fucking have his... His meatballs and sausage on Sunday and you know he that wasn't her thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you that know, that sometimes
0: happened?
2: sometimes you can't you can't change that, man. Yeah. But I go ahead, Rob. I'm sorry, man. No,
0: you I say, remember a lot of like A rap went out with um Gordon Hudd's daughter, um Hudson.
1: Kate you know, Hudson, with, yeah.
0: He went with K. Hudson. He went out with Janelle. He went out with. Do you think they were even together? That was just like, you know what? Just put you guys together, clean up his image. I'm not saying it, that, food man. Food. You ain't gonna have me up on charges, huh? I, I,
2: said, I, you, I you ain't gonna have me up on charges. Yeah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> not what when you think about it, because none of those couples, like even even with when, uh, when this guy went out with Matt Monroe, it makes it made no sense, you know? Because like this guy was like a, he's like he was like pretty average Joe.
1: He was an average Joe. He just was a famous ball player, but I mean, yeah. he, w- he was like a low key guy. He didn't go to red carpet parties. He didn't hang yeah. out. You know, Yo,
2: listen, was... man. Sometimes, sometimes people are grounded. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes the wild ones they 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 have to sometimes tap in with somebody that's grounded. That's probably what it was. Is well, she needed somebody that. like that. You wild and crazy, and you out there doing doing you. You know some. You know. I look at it like this. I I have a fair balance. I have one son and I didn't have him until I was in my 30s. So I'm still wild. Yeah. My kid doesn't live with me. Hopefully that will change but you understand what I'm saying? Like It's like nah man, sometimes you need a couple days to be like, hey boo, if you're in this industry it's always go, 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 go. And you yeah. never have time. Just to you need those. You karaoke. need those breaks
1: at times.
0: Hey, so hey, D So what's going on with the um, corner karaoke? Is that going off, or what's happening with that that project too?
2: Corner karaoke is still in effect, uh, bruh. After the pandemic, I will say that working in a bar, restaurant setting is not fun anymore. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with people's mental health or what's going on, but I got into physical altercations with people. Mm. People put their hands on me. I got pepper sprayed. There was a dude stalking one of the bartenders. I was like, yo, this is a bit much. It's a bit much. So I had to step away. Um, It's been a wild ride, man. Yeah. I got assaulted in my building. I
0: got That's hit so upside sick. the head.
2: Had to go to the hospital and shit. And you know, and, and Rob knows I got epilepsy, so I'm dealing with that shit. Like I, I just needed the time to just chill, chill, chill out. Yeah. Not
1: yeah.
2: only that, it's getting cold out, so singing on the street corner ain't where it's at unless you got a heating pole. I'm not going out there. Yeah. The money that I make <laughs> on the block. Like, don't get me wrong, I've done it all, man. You, you. I have a video of me singing in the subway station with a guitar. Yeah. 5,000. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yo, I made money doing that shit. Yeah, but yo, sometimes you gotta weigh out the pros and the cons. Cause, dude, these dudes will come up, steal your money,
1: break your wild time.
0: Man, this is a wild time. Yo, yeah. it's wild out there. No one, you think there's, no,
1: there's no common sense anymore.
0: Yo, ten years
2: ago. Going single on the subway station is something that I would have did. I did. Now, no. I gotta go up there with the oop and be like, "Yo, yo, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on? I'm about to sing a song, my nigga." Like, <laughs> 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 you know, what I'm saying? No
0: high security no. just
1: to do it. Jeez. It's,
0: no, but it's, it's amazing after the pandemic how little things like that got so Like some people. Some people also got no, they, they, they no longer got any, like, they don't know what space is. They just get on top of you now. It's insane. Yo, dude, I saw somebody got mad
2: because they saw him wasn't getting, getting yo, put up fast enough. Some motherfucker took the goddamn, the the, the drink, threw it in the air. Well, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, what <laughs> the fuck is going on with you, bro? It's crazy.
1: <laughs> no boundaries, oh, Wow. Type. People don't have boundaries anymore. No, not at all. Yeah. Of, you
2: know, I, yeah. it, it's strange. It's a strange new world. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to find my level of uh, comfort right now. It's, it's um, very, so, corner karaoke is still going on. Um, I think I'm going to start doing digital karaoke from the house. Um, I have a couple shows that are coming up. Um, Off the Hook, which is a very nice restaurant. Uh, in Yonkers, New York. We're going to be starting to do karaoke there on uh, Wednesday nights, starting in February. Um, there's another place in New Rochelle that I may be picking up soon. So you're going to see me coming back into the fold and getting back into karaoke. Yeah, oh. It takes
0: a while, you know? Everything takes a yeah, while. Yeah, it's, it's not...
2: The climate is very different. Yeah. Uh, I am going to be doing corner karaoke, but probably out in Vegas.
0: Out in Vegas?
1: You know, if you have anything coming up and you want us to promote it for you, we can we can do that for you. Okay, we Yo, can, man, that's we can love. put it up on the on the that's Facebook love. pages. See, and shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that for you. Just let us know what you got on what day, and I'll post about it. All right, because we, you know, we hit a few know, thousand people.
0: D. Wise, you're a singer, you know you can always like uh, send stuff to the uh, rock page uh, group. That that what we do is talk about music, and that that group is pretty good. Well, let me be added to the good. group, please. I got
2: opinions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it what? is it a private group? Yo, listen. No, Rob, I don't want Yo, know, yo, Rob, I don't want to know what you got going on with your sex groups. Okay, keep that no, shit no. <laughs> no, we don't do that. Keep that shit way over there, bro. Yeah. I that can Yo, tell listen. You if I my... walk in another room and see motherfuckers in, in bear costumes. I'm gonna know something. <laughs> I don't know what kind of freaky shit you're into, Rob, but you gotta stop.
0: Oh, <laughs> I know. I like to say this. I'm very excited for the movie Cocaine Bear to come out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Rob, we gotta go see that together, man. When is we it coming go, out, we gotta, go. we gotta go see that.
1: We gotta see that.
2: Yo, Duke, we get... should we should do
1: a review all three
2: of us together. Yo, yeah, that be good. That's, that's a good that's idea. idea. That's good. Go. Yo, go. go. I an AMC a list, so. I'll go to AMC. If you want to meet up,
1: we can oh, meet up. Me, got, when is that coming out? out? Let's see. I I
2: take it. Out. February. All
0: right.
1: February. So the three the three of us should go down, and see it, and then do a show right after it.
0: I think oh we
2: man, that'd be dope. I think
0: Yo, we should listen. Go see it, take it's a directed. On.
2: Wait, hold on. It's directed by Elizabeth Banks. And okay. I have to say, shout out to her. She's a great actor. I really appreciate it. But her last film that she directed. Mm, Who's that? <laughs> cocaine bear? <laughs> nah,
0: she directed the last Charlie's Angels remake. Oh, that was oh, pretty bad. bad. That was bad. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. 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 No, but the the cocaine bear that looks exciting, man. That's a real bear. You know the bear is laying somewhere. It was a bear that just say like, a oh yeah, but he bear.
2: died though. It's not. A, it's based on a true story.
0: Oh yeah, no, no, it's dead. That they well they got it. They got it stuffed somewhere. Like, you can oh my god, Rob,
2: Why do you know this, Rob?
0: Rob,
1: well, I looked you know it up. This? You was
2: watching
1: the documentary. This oh, is the shit, Rob's in. You see this shit? I know. I, I know. You him see well. this shit? Yeah. Rob's always oh. looking up crazy shit like that. Oh, Yo, know crazy! Cocaine bear. This is yeah.
0: yeah. I think it's somewhere in Georgia, somewhere. Man, that that should be a so. field trip. Go take a picture with a the cocaine bear. <laughs> 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 Go to some red redneck oh, town where everybody's about to shoot you, but you're gonna have the time of your life. I love it. Oh
1: that. man. Well, guys, we got to wrap this up. So, D-Wise, uh, yes. tell everybody the best way to reach you. What's your social media handles?
2: Uh, everything is uh, at Mr. D-Wise, the M-R-D-W-I-S-E, except for TikTok. I made a TikTok. Yo, fuck TikTok's uh, 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 fucking service, whatever the, 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 the technical support. Y'all yeah. motherfuckers are slow as shit. I, I don't, anyway, I want to get mister Dy's back. So if anybody's watching from TikTok, eat a dick. But, you know, call me. <laughs> <laughs> Ring me. All uh, right. So at Mr. D-Wise, uh, M-R-D-W-I-S-E. If you're looking for me on TikTok, it's at
0: dot Dy's D W I All
1: right. Rob, what's the best way to find you?
0: Um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and, um, you know, pretty much any social media. But if you really want to send me a page, uh, I got the uh, Getty Lumped Up uh, website. So just go there. You can send me a page. And there's also a link to send Rock and Mike a hit, too, on that thing, also.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey. If anybody's looking for me, and I'm, I'm not talking about the IRS. I'm talking about people. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, you
2: heard what Eddie Murphy said, man. There's three ways to make it in this business: Pay taxes. <laughs> what was the second one? Uh, be nice to people. Yeah. And keep Will Smith's wife's name out your fucking mouth. I didn't fucking oh, yeah, up. I did. So <laughs>
1: don't get smacked. Don't get smacked up. <laughs> smack her around the world. Oh man. All right. So if you want to find me, uh, Instagram Rocker Mike Two One Two, Twitter Rocker Mike Two One Two. Uh, all the others like Truth Social, Getter, Clout Hub, MeWe, Paula. Just look under Rocker Mike. And, of course, most active on Facebook. But they won't let me be Rocker Mike. I'm Rocko Mike. I'm doing my half Italian side. Rocko Mike.
0: you find me there.
1: And, of course, there's the Rock Show Podcast group page on Facebook. We are about almost 2,000 strong now, right? We're 6, yeah. What's right, up, like
2: man? Shout out to Good. your followers, man. Yeah. I'm yeah.
1: going to be yeah. on it.
2: Uh, right. February twenty fourth, twenty twenty three, cocaine bear. Oh, February twenty. 20- yeah.
1: Wait, wait. I going to put that on my
0: February calendar. February
2: twenty fourth, twenty three. Yeah, yeah. February twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. My birthday is 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 that that week.
0: All right.
1: All right, I'm putting it down. Cocaine. That's the week
0: before uh, Quantum, the Ant Man, and the Quantum Man is come out. Yo, that shit is looking
2: crazy. I
0: can't, you know, can't wait I can't to see wait that. I can't wait to that. see
2: that, bro. This is. I think this is going to shift because I wasn't happy with Phase Four. Nah, but I
0: think this you might know, be the the shift I'm looking for. Like, you know I, what? And that, that face forward, the way they ended, because the last Black Panther movie was just a tribute movie. It was a tribute movie to the actor. Yeah, it didn't
2: really fit. It, yeah. It, it, it's a, it was its own entity.
0: Yeah, and I wish they had like a better actor playing Namor and this and that. I was like, I thought it was good, man. I, I wish they used the guy that played Aquaman as Namor. I think that guy's a guy. I, I like that Well, that, that,
2: dude, that you know that's not happening, man. He's in contract, yeah. man. Warner Brothers yeah. got him locked out for like yeah years. But
0: the dude I I thought the dude was good, but I thought he should have been more physically like you know how like in the comic book, this guy's like a, a an an Adonis, man. Hmm. This guy maybe like the, yo uh, listen
2: man, they got him I thought, I thought it was dope. Maybe, yo, he might bulk up for the second film. Just give him a second, Rob. Man. But
0: they both had
2: a buffet time. That was an outrage, man. Yo,
1: dude, man,
0: everything can't be exactly like the comics, man. Yeah,
1: that's I true. But I was, they always like, change oh, something. Man.
0: But it was the movie was a great tribute movie. And I do like that the guy, like his kid, there, I can see they spleen that kid's up growth. And he could actually marry Storm and do the whole X-Men thing. So. They, they, they did open a lot of stuff with showing his kid was alive, which is, okay, we can have another guy. So let's see where they go from there.
2: I I, I think it's a good starting off to phase yeah. five. I'm waiting to see what this new Captain America film is, is going to be about. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, it's called The New World Order. So let's see. They, they can either fuck it up or who the fuck knows. Uh, yo, listen, if they give me the seed of a New World Order
2: storyline, and, and just give me the seed of it. Just give me the beginning. You don't have to give me the whole thing. I I, I hate when they adapt big storylines from from comic books and try to condense it into fucking two or three hours. It just yeah. drives me
0: insane. That's why I hated each version of the, the Phoenix. And one was worse, infinitely worse than the last. Oh, no, that was mm-hmm. bad. That was, they just didn't know how to do that. Yo, X-Men, mm-hmm. the last Stand was shit and then Dark Phoenix was even worse.
2: That was a bag of dicks. Yo, dude, I've seen, yo, I go back and watch that film. I've seen those houses when they was in the block. I've seen those houses in millions of movies, bro. I can tell it was done on a soundstage. Did you not have time to go and find other places to film this shit? It was fucking horrible. Dope, oh, it was there was one scene that was great. The one where they were in space and she got
0: hit with the That was dope. Yeah, that was good. And like, then everything after that just fell oh. the fuck apart. It was a bag of digs, man. I'm telling you. Yo, it was terrible. Ooh, that shit terrible. Was horrible. All right.
1: all right. All right. Thank you, D-Wise. I'm
2: sorry, man. We, no. Me and Rob could talk about it. No, I'm I know. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> all good.
1: All good. I want to thank D-Wise for coming on the Rocker Mike and Rob Present Yo. Show. You were great. And, you know, like I said, just, just let us know what you got going on. We'll help uh, put it out there for you. Thank okay? you, man. I
0: appreciate the love, man. Rob, we got to get a drink, baby. We definitely got to. I get a lot of drink
1: with uh, Rocco Mike over there. <laughs> yep, yep. We're always lumped up. I don't, I don't. Yo, listen,
0: man. I don't want to get lumped up.
2: I just want to have a couple. Y'all is on some next level. Nah, I don't know. I don't you. know how to
1: do, I don't know just to have a couple. I don't know how to do that. Yo,
2: dude, man. Y'all, li- y'all got livers of steel, B. I can't, yo.
1: I can't do it, bro. All
2: I got to right, keep the right? pretty face, man. I can't do it.
0: <laughs> All right. But, uh, like I say in every show, don't get drunk. Get, get lumped, lumped
1: up. up. Get lumped
0: up. And we see you next week. Have a good one.
1: All right. Peace take care. I'm getting
0: lumped up with Rock Mike and Rob Rossi. I'm getting lumped up with Rock Mike and Rob Rossi. Well, I'm lumped up, but I'm okay. Getting loved up and rockin' my car, Getting my up rockin' my car, rockin'